It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 133. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Braintree. Even the best mobile app won't work without the right payments API. That's where the Braintree V.0 SDK comes in. One amazingly simple integration gives you every way to pay. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash minecrack. Hello and welcome to Minecraft Podcast. We have Badge Co. Good and special hi. guest Pyro Puncha. Hi. I think it's not letting us say hi anymore. No, yeah, yeah. Chad is done. Oh, with yeah, the yeah. It's wow. much faster. Yeah. It's much faster just to say everyone. I'm back from my just, long sabbatical. You know what we should do is we should all get cutouts like Jeff, and we should just put them in our chairs and just let Chad do the whole thing. It'd be much faster Dream. if it none would. of us talked. Really, I think. It would, right? <laughs> the thing with the high though is that they hear it every time. It, nothing changes. You're not going to come up with a, like a fresh and new like. Hey. I had something. I had been working on a, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, how when you right. go Zoolander, you know, Zoolander works on his new looks. I've been working on a new high for like six years and I was going to unveil it today on this podcast for kind of like a Christmas present to my, to, the, to oh. our, our viewers. And you just took it from me. You took that opportunity away. And I assume and the moment's really, passed and you just, the moment has it. passed now. I can't, I can't pull that high out. It's probably going to have to take another six years of planning. And hopefully we're still doing a podcast at that time. Did you hear that they're doing a two lander? What's that mean? Are they Zoolander like 2? No, Zoolander 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Called Zoolander. Yeah, See, now the heights took a really long time. <laughs> exactly. We, we've spent more explaining why Chad doesn't say hi. Right. It's your fault. Saying hi. Oh, my God. Not oh, Chad. God. Well. Can't believe this. Uh, Pyro, how are you doing? Been a long time? I'm good. Not, I'm good. Oh, Pyro uh, gets his own high time. Well, you know. Because he's a special guest. I, uh, miss a couple of you for, yeah, you leave and then come back and then <laughs> All right. you'll get your time. So my light bulb blew yesterday up there and I had to go and fed another lamp and I have this really bright luminous LED lamp shining in my face. So if I go like blind during the podcast, <laughs> you know, it's a dark closet. So without the light, I would just be, you know, what would you, you be? See me? I don't know. I would be in the shadows just creeping. You should come out of the closet. So is that the only light source in there? Like, if you cut it off, you just it go is. black? Yeah, like, uh, let, me, let me try to see if I can even reach to it. Racist? Let's see if I can reach to it. See, I, 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 it's a really thin closet. Thin? What, what's that's that's the word? Narrow. <laughs> you know. Narrow, that's the word. Whatever he moves, the whole thing shakes like an earthquake. The funny <laughs> thing is, I couldn't even fit two monitors here, so I have a 23-inch and a freaking 14-inch 4x3 monitor as my second monitor, because they don't fit. So... It's such a small Couldn't space, man. you angle them like a triangle, and then you'd get there. You go. I think Surround. that's yeah. Yeah, I I tried, Sweet but uh, it's it's literally like that, you know, like a sandwich <laughs> at that point. So, um, I had another monitor that I put vertical, but it kind of started to wear down. So I'm stuck with this one for a while. We'll see what happens. Cool, neat. Uh, you were talking about uh, Minecraft for you. Yeah, I just literally it. downloaded it today on my, my Wii U because I knew it was coming out. And I had heard nothing of this prior to the actual, you know, playing the game. And in my mind, it was like I was going to go with my Wii, Wii remote because you can connect the Wii mode up to the Wii U. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to physically mine, like, you know, 
like you were meant to. But like sadly, you were meant to. That, that's, that's, that's the Wii U experience I was hoping for. See, and, I had uh, not even considered that. Whatever you say you were thinking about putting your Wii, I not even considered that to be a problem. It makes sense now that you say it. it does. Because the technology's there, but um, I'm assuming that it works great with the touchpad, right? Because you got all that there. It's touchpads. It's great, right? Nothing at all. No, it duplicates the screen, and that's it. It doesn't even work. The only touchpad features is hitting the Wii U home button to exit the game. <laughs> and that's so, it. How the hell is this a Wii U port? Did they just basically put uh, the console port on the Wii U? It doesn't actually use any Wii U functionality? So from what I've seen, they've che- it's, it's an Xbox 360 port. Because I don't think it could have handled the PS4 or Xbox One port. Um, and essentially, they've mapped out the buttons, and that's it. You know, it's the Wii U buttons on the screen instead of the Xbox ones. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of back end programming for the hardware and stuff, but I mean, it's. But if you're going to do all that, why not yeah. go like, all out? You want to see your inventory and grab and craft. With the right, that's the thing. Whenever we were talking about this thing coming out, and there was like, "What's the point of buying?" It? I was like, "It's going to be great for the Wii U. It's made for the Wii U. The other consoles, it doesn't make sense on the Wii U. It makes sense on, mm-hmm. but it's, they didn't using that functionality. It you doesn't want, sound any different. You want like the nunchucks to to mine and and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I yeah I didn't even consider that's that sounds <laughs> crazy. But I mean, yeah, why not? Stupid. That's dumb. <laughs> but no, that's. that's- it's uh, let's face it. The the Wii is pretty much a, a younger aimed at console, and Minecraft, despite the fact that we're all old in the tooth, is a pretty much a younger aimed at game. And so mm-hmm. they match quite well. And and yeah, I think you're right. There's a there's a big missed opportunity there. So I was uh, I was actually saying I recorded a little sort of preview video for my channel on the the Wii U stuff, and I was saying that you know I know a lot of kids that have. A Wii U, but they don't own an Xbox or a PS4. So that would be perfect for them. So at least at the end of the day, they've got that to play. But at the same time, I think they missed a lot of sort of opportunity to, you know, bring in players who don't really play Minecraft anymore. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go and, you know, slice zombies with my Wiimote. And sadly, I will not be able to. I'm sure there's a lot of the Wiimote. I'm not thinking of this. Like, I'm not thinking <laughs> of it. Like, I'm like, I, I, I did, I'd resign myself to mining. And now you're, now you got a sword. I'm like, oh, yeah, the sword. Mm-hmm. And the shovel. The How to use the bow with the Wii mode? How does that work? You can do it with uh, Link's crossbow training as well. <laughs> you pull it back like that. You... Oh yeah, because it's got the little the little the nunchuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget about the nunchuck. You can that would be perfect. But <laughs> quite upset about that. But it was about. It cost me twenty pounds for the game, and it it was five hundred megabytes, so it didn't take up that much space. But so what's weird is like it, on the pocket edition. Like it's on your iPad and stuff, and the touch touch works in that. Like mm-hmm. the technology's there. The thing is, it's like how how different do you think the Xbox Pocket Edition and uh, PC? I mean, Xbox aren't they and, all different forks? Yeah, all, yeah, they are. From what I understood, the the console editions are completely different. So I think the pockets developed in house at Mojang, and yeah. then. They've outsourced the console edition to 4J Studios, which is in Scotland, yeah. and they do all the console stuff. So, and this is by them, pretty much. Is it? Because the reason why I asked, I would have assumed that too. But uh, all the articles I read had Jeb's face and talking. Jeb talking about, oh yeah, we ported it. Is he just like the guy yeah, that's talking, he's, or he is the face, isn't he, of, of Minecraft? Really, is he now? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. I, I mean, it used to be yeah. Notch, didn't it? Him and him and, and then, Lydia. 
It, cha- it changes on a daily basis. Yeah, because yeah. like if you go to Minecon, you don't see Jeb. Like Jeb is not the face of Minecraft at Minecon, which is like the yeah, thing, he's, uh, right? He, he's he's a nerd. He's a socially awkward penguin. That that's they don't like as a breed to go up in front and be the main person, do they? So in video, <laughs> you'll see him. Yeah. In video, yes. Not so much elsewhere. I did. I did the Microsoft Hour of Code, um, and literally the first two. The first person that you see is Jab, and then the next person you see is is Lydia. And is Dinnerbone just dead? Did he die? Are we, did we bury him? Is he a? Is he I like? Think a, he's just a coder. I think uh-huh. he just codes the game. Because there was a period there where um, even when Notch was still around, that it felt like Dinnerbone was the face of Minecraft. And I think making the decisions to the community, direction. he felt that yeah, way. He, yeah, he's the he's the community person. He's a, he integrates with people on a, on a social media level. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's actually officially upfront spokesman for Mojang. So is am I? So, all right. You're like, who works at this company anymore? (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking, like, I remember when I used to play poker really heavily. And then when I stopped playing poker, it felt like poker died. Like, no one played poker anymore. And I think this is like a thing that people go through where, like, when they're really interested in a thing, it's really interesting to lots of people because you involve yourself in that community. And so, um, but it kind of feels like poker has kind of died, like from the Chris Moneymaker era of poker on television to now. But again, this might just be that I'm no longer really encapsulated into this world, so it doesn't feel like it's this big thing. So I'm wondering, is Minecraft dying or I just don't give a shit anymore? Which is it? I feel like, I feel like it's actually still going, but the Mm. momentum has sort of shifted a lot. Like, so... There's a lot of young kids in my area, and I had to teach a Minecraft class to them. And the amount of five and six year olds that showed I imagine up, like the, they came into the village looking for the village idiot. They were like, what, "Yeah, what <laughs> they, no, they, they picked Chinese me." Guy. Yeah, why not pick me? <laughs> so I went. I, I dressed. I actually dressed up in the dinosaur costume for them. So there you go. Uh, that's my community service for the not not actual community service, by the way. My own voluntary. Uh, service. And he's, he's only just come out of the prison cells now, haven't you? Yeah, sadly. But when we went to the Insomnia Vage and the UK events, there's a lot of like, there's a my uh, events in Ireland called, I think it's called like My Invention, and they get a lot of sort of these uh, YouTubers that I, d- I don't even know most of them, to be honest, but they're huge channels and they're, they're directed at these younger audience, sort of think of like the stampy sort of videos they do. Uh, and it, there's so much of them out there that I'm so unaware of, and it's just rocketed up over the past year or two. Um, so I kind think- of went to that direction now. I think there's the other thing where when it first came out, it was kind of more for the the older people who were into you know, proper serious gamers when it when it was like alpha and they found it. And then I think as it got popular, the older guys seem to have dropped off and, and, and it's a younger audience now, I think, generally. But that's me talking as an old man, relatively or, speaking. I, I think, I think like it was Pyro, just it's a probably- game for anybody at that point. Uh, yeah. I think it has been pushed more towards children you know like with um like uh wasn't telltale games uh thing kind of in- indicative of that where it's just like it's, it's barely even a game it's like you know a three-year-old can just push a button and it'll advance and you know yeah, yeah like anything or think or anything as, like that as someone that's played all the telltale games this one is like you just like you just you described it perfectly you do not there there the chance of dying it's it's so hard to die in that game versus the other telltale games you mess up you die it doesn't matter you don't lose a lot of progress but you 
you screw up and you die. Then this game is just like, oh, you didn't jump at the right time. It's okay. You fell over. You got up. You're good. Go, go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah. I, I think, think um, sorry. No, you go, you I go. just, uh, I, when, you know, going back to is Minecraft dead, I, I don't think that, I think the, probably the Minecraft that we originally started with is dead. I, I feel like, and I've said this before, I think Minecraft will be just like Pokemon is there was a humongous wave, like a big ass, you know, Pokemon was a fad. Every kid was into it. They all had the shirts, like when I was in elementary school. And then it felt like, oh, it died. It was It's not really the cool thing anymore. But still, to this day, Pokemon is humongous. Like, it's, it, does, it's, it does one of the best selling games. And did you know, yeah. Chad, the average Pokemon player in Japan is actually 22. But I think that's different because it's like <laughs> he comes up with this shit all the time. It's amazing. You, like I feel like you 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 had characters to attach yourself to in Pokemon, and and there was something there for everyone. Like if if you weren't a Jigglypuff, you could have been a I don't know I don't know anything else. That's as far as I got. Um, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like there was the Charizard. Uh, yeah, there you go. See. Um, I was a big fan of uh, of Ass Ketchup. You know, he was he was good. Ass <laughs> Ketchup. Ass Ketchup. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's different. Yeah. I think it's different. The two things. Um, Minecraft is too big to to disappear. I don't think it's going anywhere. I just don't feel like the direction the game is being developed in at this point is going to appeal to the those of us that started playing the game five years ago anymore. Hmm. Uh, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's because they're trying to appeal to a younger audience. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I also know. feel like the. Uh, sort of surge of survival games in recent years has also led to that downfall. You see a lot more like seven days to the end stuff appealing to a more mature audience with stuff like that coming in. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, that's where Minecraft sort of point. I mean, when it was new, I think the reason it became so wildly popular with everybody was that it, it seemed like it had unlimited potential. It was different from any other game before it. Mm -hmm. It was like the first time, I guess, where anybody tried to make a, completely changeable voxel world like that and uh but as time went on it sort of just became a survival game and all that potential sort of got clamped down on like actually you just have to survive zombies and eat food <laughs> and so yeah there's a lot of other games that are capable of doing that in a more interesting way i guess yeah. so it's sort of i don't know like i have just no interest in minecraft at all i don't i don't see any potential anymore and most effort seems to be put on. Oh, how do we how do we market this? How do we make money out of this? We need a, we need a little video about redstone. We need a little something or other. Yeah, that's Minecraft now. So, like, I guess since Microsoft's taken over, like you were like you're talking about with the little video about redstone or the the coding thing. Both those things, like Microsoft had contacted me about let's let's do this thing or whatever. And it, both of those things, it's it has to appeal. The reason why they contacted me about the coding thing is it was supposed to be for kids, and they wanted they wanted to do the thing where my daughter was involved. And I was like, well, she's only four, and they're like, oh, well, no, it's this is for six year olds, so you know she's not quite old enough, <laughs> or whatever. So it's like, yeah, that's you're right. They're they're developing things to try to bring in, I guess, that age group. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you, if you if you meet anybody that's got six year olds, they love Minecraft. I don't think yeah. I've met anybody because yeah. because that, that's a lot of my sort of peer group have kids around that age. Yeah. It, I don't I don't think they're targeting them to bring them in. I think it's like it's obvious that that's already the, the audience. kids are already yeah they're already in. 
So now the problem mm-hmm. is, okay, how do we get, how do we get their parents' money? <laughs> my uh, my daughter's nephew, um, he's eight, and last year when whenever we went to PlanCon, um, they met me at PlanCon, and we I rode back with them. On the ride back, the entire six hour ride back was filled with Minecraft songs, like <laughs> parody songs. Like YouTube yes, or yes, or? the parody yeah. songs. He knows all the words and he sings them all. Like over and over and over. It's like I I think you know I think that's what killed my interest in Minecraft. My my, my daughter's nephew put the singing the songs sword in. You you can like beat me up good at the next convention because I did make a parody song for Minecraft. Uh, I'll be singing it. I didn't, I got someone else to do it. It was on Rebecca Black's Friday. I I've seen this actually, yeah. 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 I, I recommend it's not, it's not like what was it what was it mine day mine day yeah honestly go. like if any any young and upcoming artist wants some lyrics written for their songs this guy here knows his stuff it, it was actually quite <clears throat> bad looking back at it chad so let's you know not, not bring that up <laughs> you brought it up once again if i can bring this kicking screen back to the original subject which is um, I'm quite surprised that Nintendo allowed them in. Yeah, Ma- Microsoft allowed it to go to well, Nintendo. Yeah, because we know what they're like. Well, it was already on Sony. Yeah, yeah. I that, just would think that, that they would lock it down. Maybe that's why it's shit. So I am wondering if there's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wondering though if they're going to port it to this thing here. You know, like. You, would you think we'll see it on the DS? It's already on the Vita, is it not? Well, maybe the next, the next. It'd be better on the DS. <laughs> but I'm much important to the DS without a touchscreen feature. I mean, the DS is more known for its touchscreen than the Wii U. It has been more than six months since the new DS came out, so there's probably another one in the works. This is going to be a, a, a it's been Minecraft. more than a week, so yeah, there's been <laughs> yeah. another one in the works. <laughs> Most likely. A DSIQ3. Yeah. What were, X, what X, were you X, saying, Goon? Triple screen. <laughs> what are you saying, Goon? I don't know. Okay. He <laughs> um, just doesn't know. I mean, I, the thing is, is that is, uh, it's hard to tell how independent Mojang is to, to make these deals and, and make it go. And then also, it's all it's not an exclusive already, so... If you know, would we like to print money by selling it on the Wii U? I guess we would. So let's do it. You know, yeah. there's an audience there, regardless of you know. As I said, there's kids who don't own an Xboxes or PS4s. Yeah. Um, because the Wii U is a cheap console; it's the cheapest one. So why not? It seems I'm like sure this is like Microsoft's Windows on everything, but just with Mine- Minecraft on everything. I wonder how hard it is to port it from the Xbox to the Wii U. I wonder how. I, I heard in development the Wii U is that's why the Wii U didn't get a lot of third-party games because the development cycle towards that was so much more difficult than porting an Xbox game to PS4 or PC to Xbox. You know, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wonder. Yeah, Nintendo won't really haven't really been that opening to third parties though, so mm. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Although, hopefully, the next generation proves me wrong. We'll see. Well, Nintendo's kind of changing in ways I never expected, like with like the mobile games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't expect that direction from Nintendo ever, I guess. I mean, there's been a lot of insane things coming out of Nintendo this year. I mean, Cloud and Smash Bros. Like, that collaboration between is essentially uh, Square Enix, I guess, but was Cloud even on a Nintendo console? Ever? No. Was it? 
So but it's Final Fantasy was like an original, yeah, for two generations at least. Mm-hmm. Quite interesting to see where they go, and they reportedly have their next console coming out next year, so or announced next year. So hopefully we'll get to see that. Should be interesting. You know, I saw the talk about the console coming out next year, and I saw people talking about the new Xbox and the new PlayStation. Is is that a thing? Are there? Are they about to announce a new PlayStation it's, and a new Xbox? Clickbait, clickbait news. Okay. Um, oh, these aren't the last PlayStation and Xboxes. That was what the article amounted to. Like, oh, okay, oh, I didn't actually read yeah, it. Okay, I mean, we've been going through cycles of PlayStations and Xboxes now for a little bit. I think. <laughs> yeah, this isn't news. But okay. Nintendo yeah. does have apparently a prototype, something possibly being announced next year. I saw the patent that they filed for a controller that's like this a smaller Wii Wii controller, Wii U controller. Basically, it's like the whole thing is a screen. Is did you see that? The iPad. No, sorry. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, it's like it's like a like an iPad Air. Basically, it's like the size of like uh, the the Wii U the Wii Pro controller ish, but like more of a oh. square. Oh, the iPhone six. <laughs> and the whole thing is a is is a controller. Shut up, Chad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know yeah, and whenever you start to see, really... go, ahead, go ahead, go. <laughs> I hope they don't go with touch only controls because I, uh, yeah, I'm not been a fan of that. This is yeah. touch. I, I I agree with you. Uh, that was that's the first thing I thought when I saw that. Though you know, that's how I felt. I I had a BlackBerry or no a Palm I had a Palm phone for forever, and the iPhone came out. And I was like, I really like my keyboard on my Palm phone. You guys with your iPhone and your digital keyboard are idiots. I I think that's a little little different um, because it's still the thing. The problem with the games is you have to put your fingers on the game. I mean, usually with the keyboard, there's a keyboard on screen for you to put your thumbs on. You're not just typing on top of the email like, "Ah, I can't see my thumbs are in the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got big thumbs, it's that core of the screen is gone, isn't it? Do you think we're just old? Because like, there's so many kids that just game totally on just a phone. Yeah, I learned bad. Well, we are, mostly a thumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. I sort of hope they they do a little bit of both. Like, uh, I don't want them to lose their innovation because I know we were saying like the only reason people the only reason I bought a Nintendo console was for the exclusives this year. But I sort of like the way they're a little bit different. But at the same time. I want the sort of hardcore GameCube N64 Nintendo back because, you know, they're falling behind in the technological department at this point. And I feel most hardcore gamers have shifted away from Nintendo completely at this point. So I yeah. think that's a shame because I like what Nintendo is doing. Like, I love that their consoles are not like anything else. It gives me a reason. I haven't turned my PlayStation on. I don't remember the last time I turned my PlayStation on. I have no reason. I don't even know. Well, I get the controller service because they're not that little cartridge thing but like mm-hmm. i use my wii all the f- time you know like i don't want yeah. them to be another well the call of duty has to be made for wii u now too like i don't <laughs> want that i want that's the thing is we're, we're approaching we're approaching a point where consoles don't make sense yeah anymore, other than being an affordable living room device because in the past it made a lot of sense because there was you know like with when when there was the playstation the Nintendo, and then whatever, the Sega, right? There were there was three different, usually pretty distinct libraries. Yeah. They were almost worth all owning because each one had 
different stuff that you couldn't get on the others. Their controllers were different. Like everything about them, you could distinctly tell which is which. And yeah. yeah. But now you go to the store, you look at the PlayStation 4 section, you look at the Xbox One section, and they're basically the same section. It's like, why why are there why is there a blue one and a green one? <laughs> one. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what PC is. But the thing is, you can't just be like, oh, everybody get a PC then. Everybody get a PC. No more consoles. We're done with that. Because PCs are, you know, you're talking $500 for the lowest end gaming PC, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yep. And that's exactly what the Steam Box argument is. Is yeah. throw a Steam right, Box yeah. at it that's less expensive. You yeah. get a PC in the living room. But the PC but, is obviously more versatile because you can do other things with it. You know, yeah, and- but to some people, you kind of have that. Um, to 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 people like the generation ab- ab- older than us, it's not. It's still not something that's accessible. It's scary to some people. Like my mom would easily be able to use a PlayStation. It comes on. It does its thing. But a computer, it's like now it's like, I don't know. There's all these things. There's viruses. There's hackers. Like I would even say the generation below you, like I, I there has been so many younger people that I've I've, you know, worked with that they are so stupid when it comes to technology. They understand how to launch an app, how to apply a filter and how to respond to messages. But they have no clue how anything works together. Apple generation, isn't it? A yeah. lot of stuff that you just take for granted because it just works, which makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah, it's like I think that's not the appeal to consoles, is what I guess yeah, I'm trying to say. Exactly, they're work. they want the plug and play ready to go. They don't want to hack. They don't want to test. They don't want to. I don't think it's even just about like that kind of stuff. I just think that I think a box that you can put in the living room that's that's not overly complicated to use yeah. in terms of what it represents. You know, there's a box, there's a cable that goes through TV, and then there's controllers. That is something that, regardless of whether it's a game console or a PC, is what you would want to have for that experience. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want to have this hermit in an office with a computer gaming experience. I think that's what everybody wants yeah. out of gaming. For sure. And even then, like uh I think the huge barrier barrier to entry, uh, you know, people uh, people always ask me how do you build a PC? And I don't think building a PC is hard. I view it as an expensive jigsaw puzzle. But even that is just so off turning the people. I mean, you plug no, a, it's not even a jigsaw puzzle. Like can you yeah. imagine jigsaw puzzles came where you could only put the puzzle piece one of four slots and it's like, you know, it only could. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's like it's like the jigsaw puzzle for like two year olds, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that you know it, it is it is a thing that's scary approaching it from someone. Um, I recently replaced my video card and I have a water cooled system and that was scary as hell because I didn't want to drain all the water out. I was being lazy about it and so I like <laughs> laid my computer on its side. It was like trying. I was laying on the floor under it trying to put the video card in while water's dripping on me and uh, I ended up draining my water out. <laughs> Because it wasn't working that way. So yeah. I guess I guess water cooling does scare me. So I'll, I'm a bit hypocritical there. But I've always used the stock fan and uh, just air to cool my system. Although I did blow my graphics card. I don't know my graphics card. I did blow. My, <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> I had an i5 chip, and I thought I was like really cool overclocking it, and I got it up to 4.1 gigahertz, and it just fried. So oh shit. I tried, but those cards can go up really high, or those chips. It just depends what one you get. So. Yeah, I, I, I think the whole the whole exclusivity thing is is a really interesting argument that I, I feel like has not really been. I feel like it's widely misunderstood. Like you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of people who are very pro PC, 
and they're anti-console in terms of because of the performance problems with consoles, exclusivity, uh, ugliness that they do today, like timed exclusives, uh, hostage content, where it's the same game, but oh, only this only this console has this map or this gun or these outfits. Like that's that's horrible anti-consumer bullshit. But the thing is, is that there's not really a great answer because a lot of it kind of seems like they're saying, like, like the sort of the anti-console uh, mentality is, oh, well, consoles are just done. We don't need consoles anymore. They don't make sense anymore. Uh, well, what's the alternative? Like we just discussed, not everybody can just get a gaming PC. It's not that easy. It doesn't necessarily work for everybody. And it's not certainly the living room experience, which a lot of people have with the, the game consoles as they are today, which is why I think old school exclusivity makes sense. It's the, it's what makes consoles make sense. Without that, they're all the same box with a different color and a different logo on the outside. And what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm surprised that exclusivity still exists at all. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, why only sell it for one machine? It, well, it, for the software developers... It's bad for them, right? Yeah, because they'd want to be on everything. Yeah. But for the the hardware developers, it's everything. They absolutely have to get some exclusivity because otherwise they have no edge over the competition. All these all these consoles, when you boil it down today, more than ever, are just computers. They yeah. are just computers. There's nothing that special. I mean, that's why I that's why I find the the, uh, the cartridge ones so cool because they were so weird, like. They had all this odd stuff about them, and the hardware was very different from like a PC. But now, a PlayStation Four or an Xbox—they're just you like, throw the normal DVD users. in it, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah but, I mean, for your physical yeah. media, or just okay. download it. What right. I'm saying is, you know, the, the the marketing people have come in and they said, right, we've got this game, we want to run it on the PlayStation, then oh, but we also want to put it on the Xbox, and we also want to put it on this, and, and they, you know, why they're doing that? They're making money, um, and it's gone from, as you say, a system where it's pretty much everything is is exclusive to one where only two or three are, and it's like, well, why are there still the two or three? How are they still surviving? Um, and they haven't yeah. marketeers haven't pushed them out. That's the only reason that there are any are like uh, Sony probably has a deal with from software that, that like um, Bloodborne I, only on PlayStation. Like I expect like the games that Kojima develops now is going to be Sony only. Right. We can yeah. assume that. Yeah, I think it was sort of there's got to be some sort of partnership or something that guarantees that they're going to have they're going to see the financial return that they want to see for but, putting out on just a single platform you also see this in every single one of their press things they are always uh pumping the indie developers that they have because every single one of those indie developers is an exclusive uh the indie developers in order to get capital to make their game will partner with one of them and and develop only for that console and uh that's well, that's a little bit more of a hostage a lot of situation, that, though. though, I feel. You, you don't see it in the press because a lot of these games aren't big enough to show it off. But if you go into the, you know, the, the arcade or, or, you know, the uh, PlayStation 4 equivalent, there are exclusive indie games. And that's what you get. Because, hmm. like, I know, like, a, like for instance, like, at E3, we went to that Microsoft event that was for indie developers but none of those, well, I don't, I'm not going to say none of those, but the majority of the games I saw there were games that are developed for PC and everything. So I don't know. I guess I haven't experienced that yet. Like Dead State that. is the one that jumps to mind that's uh, Xbox One exclusive. 
Dead State is? That's on PC as well. Yeah, I was about is to say, that's on PC. Runs like shit, by the way. What a horrible port. <laughs> on what, Xbox? Recently. The, the Dead State on PC. Wait, are we talking about the top-down game, the zombie survival top-down turn-based Dead Wait, State? Wait, let me make sure. Let me make sure. I don't know. No. No, 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 no not Dead State. I'm wrong. I get, I get confused. State of Decay, I think, is the one. Yes, oh, yes. That, that, is, that was an Xbox. Yep. Yeah. Dead State's a great game. Yes, no one sorry. will watch it. I thought of Dead State because your freaking LP of it. Uh, yep. Good game. Yes, I'm thinking of State of Decay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Dead State. I wasn't talking about Dead State. I was talking about State of Decay as Same. well. Same. I was too. Um, Runs like shit. Yeah, it's After on that. Xbox 360, <laughs> Xbox One, and Microsoft Windows. Because it's an exclusive Microsoft. I know I bought, I bought my PlayStation just for Final Fantasy 7. Like I think that I think there needs to be I guess they don't make their money on the hardware though, right? They're they make their money elsewhere, so they're not maybe they that's why money you on you. <laughs> yeah, they, they you buy one they game for it. it. The landscape has changed. They do a license, don't they? A license on the software. They have a so license. The, the, to the, kill. The, consoles, the consoles are a lost leader and then the the games they, they make money on each unit. So we're running out of time. We have to do a short podcast because uh, we started so late. Um, so uh, let's just jump. Uh, let's go to S Crack next. S Crack. Coming up next. Uh, <laughs> but, first, but first, we have to thank our sponsor for this episode, Braintree. This episode is brought to you by Braintree. Developers around the world have embraced the Braintree V.0 SDK as the easiest way to add secure mobile payments to their apps and websites. No matter what payment type, Braintree accepts it. Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if something new pops up, Braintree will support that too. It's the same payment solution used by Uber, Airbnb, and GitHub. So you know it scales. Uh, integrating it into your app is easy, and uh, it's just as easy as inserting a few lines of code. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. And we thank Braintree. Uh, what? Sorry, Karen. Well, I was say, that's interesting to know that they run uh, Uber runs on that. Yeah, Uber, Airbnb, and GitHub. Um, oh. And because yeah. more credibility, doesn't it? Uber recently came here in Belfast, and nobody has signed up for it. Uh, none of the drivers. So it's like ten minute, fifteen minute wait. They actually get a cab here. Should uh, sign up when you right. pay, it's Pretty very outside. simple. Yes. There you go. There you go. Thanks for money. Find out I'm more at braintreepayments.com slash Minecraft. Thanks, Braintree, for your support of the Minecraft podcast. Moving on to Ask Crack. Uh, Hello, podcasters. A couple of questions. Do you have siblings? Yes. And did you ever feel that they were treated better than you? Also, what is your favorite track of Mario Kart 8? No. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Thanks for answering. Keep up the amazing work and everything you do, especially Mario Kart. All hail Lord Badge, the king, and... Further, Fuhrer? Further? Yep. And further Fuhrer. of all. And his assistant, Squire Pyro. Wow, this one was really worked out for this uh, group. Um, that, good luck saying my name. The Enchilada Flooring Gortupodium. That's Echidna, which is a type of. Uh, Should have been a question. 
Gyro Gyrotopian. There you go. I don't know what the fuck that is. Name <laughs> <laughs> name. So who felt my, the siblings were treated better than you were? I know 100%. My sister is, you know, and your brother. My not not. So, I guess my. I, I sort of feel like my my family sort of felt sorry for my brother in a way because my brother was in hospital for most of his life with his kidney. He was born with a quarter of a kidney, and so we had to go to hospital like three times a week. Uh, so I guess it's. Did you give him your kidney? Extra? I did not. Uh, I oh. actually, I actually was too young. Thankfully, thank like honestly, getting the kidney. <laughs> Man, I'm really brother... thankfully. God, luckily he died. Also, different blood type as well. So thank you. Oh, uh, the genetic overlords who give me a different blood type. That's weird. Uh, my dad gave him a kidney though. So oh wow. He he. Uh, I guess his sympathy was deserved in attention. But my sister, she gets so spoiled, man. Like. For my birthday, I would get like a game. For my sister's birthday, she gets like a three hundred pound present, and I'm just sitting there in retrospect thinking, "Why? Why is this <laughs> happening?" So I don't know. And then for her Chris, for like for Christmas presents, I would get like let's say two hundred pounds, three hundred pounds spent on me. This year, my sister gets an iPhone six. Like, I don't get it, man. I, maybe it's just the way kids are growing up. And she's but. younger than you. Yeah, she's she's uh I guess ten or eleven or something. Like, why do you need an iPhone six when you're that age? Wow, wow. <laughs> I could tell that as as the kids got the the older the child, uh, the more strict my parents were. And so I got treated I got like better things than my my older brother or sister. Um and it's funny because she would she would like really work hard like to get our you know something we're really young like our bedtime changed back so that we could go to bed at say nine instead of eight or something like that and she would work really hard and she would be like you know 13 and finally my parents would let up and i would be 10 and my bedtime would change at the same rate and she was like what no he has to wait like three years like i waited i was i'm 13 and he's only 10 why is this happening? And then same thing with like my younger sister. Uh, she like she's like the last one in the house now. And she gets so much like free stuff and spoiled all the time because she's like the last one. And we're all off doing our own thing. So I guess there's a bigger budget for her. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I've noticed that I got treated better than my older sister. But my younger sister got treated better than me. So um yeah. maybe it's just that well, what i'm thinking is when i was growing up my brother was there and then there's like a 10-year gap between me and my sister so maybe cash isn't as tight but i don't know plus i think like as a parent you just care more the first time you really don't right. want to fuck it up the first time and after you've done it once you're like well yeah uh, that didn't end up being I, a I problem right you know <laughs> yeah or just uh, like, I'm oh, sure that's not a freaking issue. Like, I thought that was an issue before. Right. Not yeah. An like, issue. Uh, you gotta be really strict on this so they don't get fucked up. And it's like, well, yeah, I probably need to be that strict. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know. agree. I agree. Cool. Everyone answer? Oh, you're next. Oh, uh, oh yeah. um, I said Coe's next. <laughs> oh, sorry. Coe's <laughs> <laughs> freaking out. Yeah. Oh, God. Coe's uh, <laughs> next. Oh, God. <laughs> a song. Is <laughs> the filler song? Hey, Minecrackers and possible guest. I was just wondering, what is the worst job you ever had? What made it so bad? Keep up the great work with the videos and podcasts. 
Dynomation. I meant to ask. I think we may have answered this question before, but I forget. I don't know. Maybe. We've okay. asked a lot of questions. Um, yeah, for me, have. it was priming tobacco. I think I've talked about priming tobacco before, so maybe it was on this question. I don't know. It sucked. That's for sure. Priming tobacco. What, what, is, what does that entail? What is it? What you okay. I, I'm imagining that you, you take some tobacco. <laughs> like some I don't know why it's called priming, you have to, actually. You have to put know. it in somebody's mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you're like just a little guy. Yeah. Okay, okay, buddy, I got you there. Here you go. Yep, That's just a little okay. dude there. Little you're dude. Like, and then you like hold out your hands, waiting for him to spit, you and then you like dispose it. of it. <laughs> right, got your next one. Got your next one, sir. Um. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what it is though is uh, just picking the tobacco. I, it should just be called picking tobacco. I don't know why it's called priming. Um, but uh, so the tobacco grows in stages, uh, and you have to go out. Um, as like, as the plant once once the plant gets all the way mature, it'll flower. You got to cut those off, um, and then later, like the bottom leaves will start turning brown. Then you go and you grab all those, and then you take them back to the barn. And then the ladies they tie them to a stick and they hang them up in the barn. Um, and then you come back later, whenever the next row of leaves are starting to brown, you take those off, and that's that's the whole job. Um, you get there like sun up, and you leave by like like noon or whatever because it's starting to get too hot. And I think I've told this before because uh, my cousin would, did, did it as well. And he was allergic to the chemicals that they spray on the tobacco. So it would make him really sick. And so every day we would gum, we'd, we'd go, we'd do the thing. We'd come back. We'd go to his house. He'd puke for like an hour. And then we'd go swim in his pool. And that was uh, – we did that every day for uh, two summers in a row. How old were you? Um, like 13, right? <laughs> uh, a little bit younger than that because my dad was still alive. So I was like probably 10, 10 or 11. <laughs> Uh, God, these tobacco people. Oh yeah, it was all child labor. Like everyone out there, like the the, the kid, uh, the oldest kid I remember would drove the tractor, but he was probably 15, 16, something like that. And then all the girls at the barn were all, you know, our age in middle school. We called him old guy Joe. Yeah, old guy Joe on the on the tractor. Um, <laughs> and the pay was poor guy's gonna die before all of us. <laughs> I remember uh, the. I remember when I quit. I didn't. I didn't. The second summer, I didn't do it the whole time because uh, I was. It's the whole thing sucked, anyways. But I remember getting my paycheck. Um, it was like taped on the door. I remember opening the door, and it was like three dollar bills and like a bunch of change. I don't. I don't remember the total amount. I just remember all this change and it not being amount enough to like. It wasn't even ten dollars worth of money, basically. And I was just like, "Fuck this! Why am I doing this? This sucks!" And so, like the next day, I remember when I got off the truck when he dropped me off. I was like, "I'm done, by the way. Thanks." So never coming back. I would. Yeah. Like, I know that you got three dollar bills, but I thought you got like some three dollar bills, and I'm like, "I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, to tell you, dude, you know? <laughs> that was fake money, man." Three to the ten dollars. You didn't even get paid correctly. <laughs> Um, I, I did. Um, I did potato picking one day. Potato, potatoes. That was bloody horrible. Uh, <laughs> um, it, I, I, again, I was quite. I wasn't ten years old, but I was quite young, and um, we didn't think to wear gloves. And potatoes are pretty hostile. They're quite sort of sharp, and yeah, after yeah, four hours of bending over and pulling those out, yeah, they're actively hostile. aggressive. Yes, they are. <laughs> they all my fingers, limb from limb. Um, that was pretty horrible. Uh, I, anyone else have a bad job? I don't need do any bad one. I have to report like I I have only worked two other jobs bar this in my life, and it was in the shop and paperboy. And I guess paperboy just generally sucks anyway because you get paid like nothing, mm-hmm. and you have to go out when it's pissing down rain or 
whatever, you know, here in Ireland, we don't have Pitch the best back. weather. Yeah, so I came home from school at about 5 p.m., you know, get the bag oh. on, ride around in my bike and run up to people and ask them that they want to buy the paper. And most of them, you know, fuck off, go away. You know, that's essentially <laughs> what they, they're, they're implying. But uh, yeah, I got paid like five pound a day or something for that, man. It was not worth the effort I went to it. So, but, you know, when you're under 16, you need a job, not much going. Yeah. It's the early morning ones that are the killer. Mm-hmm. They're nasty. Uh, Cody, do you have do you have an answer? What's the worst <laughs> job? Uh, <clears throat> worst worst job for me would probably be uh, fast food. I did the fast food thing. Which, and, which uh, chain of fast food did you work in? Whataburger. Whataburger. Oh man, I really like. Which is why I, I hate them. Oh. <laughs> They're garbage. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're probably, all of them are probably, if you worked for any restaurant that you really enjoyed, you would probably go to hate it really quick, I imagine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What, I mean, uh, the thing, so the what, thing is, I don't know why you guys put Whataburger on, on the tier with like In N Out and Five Guys and those other ones. Like, because it's exotic. You don't see it all the time. <laughs> Whataburger is the same. On the inside as a McDonald's. Like a Five Guys, you can see what they're doing. You can I do not put stuff. Whataburger with Five Guys, I want to say. I put it with In-N-Out. Okay. I do put it with In-N-Out. I don't even see In-N-Out to me is, 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 is worse than <laughs> I put In-N-Out with, with McDonald's. Like what I do. What are you talking in- about? Like in- it's that quality In-N-Out you experience. can taste. Yeah, I was not impressed with the In-N-Out either. It was, it was so bad. bad. Anyway. We, we yeah. tracked across the city. So give me a horror story from Whataburger Co. Sure. Uh, the, the, all the all the problems with with working in a place like that are just people are horrible. Like the people that come in and do things are, are they just don't give a shit. Um, like the thing that I actually quit that made me quit was uh, somebody like, destroyed a baby diaper, like a used baby diaper, all over the like drive through area for reasons unknown. And I was supposed to go clean it up, and I'm like. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, so yeah, lots of stuff like that. It's just people, yeah. people wreck places like that. They don't give a shit. <laughs> Especially yeah. the bathroom. Yeah, I worked yeah. at a bar when I was thirteen, and uh, yeah, bathrooms and bars, not good places, man. Not at all. Nope. Nope. <laughs> And I, and I was basically the the kid, so I took I had all the shitty jobs, so like something like that. Literally, bathroom, that, that was yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I learned all about uh, the little then the women's rooms, the um, the box, the box that sits beside the toilet. Yeah, that was my job cleaning those. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. it's gross, it's gross. And during the summer, this probably should be up there. Probably during the summer. Uh, it was a big, it was a big tin building in Texas called Southern Junction, and um, it would heat up. And their, uh, their, 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 their solution to keep it cooled down before, uh, before it opens, so like all the employees get there around three, but you don't open till six. I, I had to stand outside and walk the length of this building with a hose and spray it to cool it down because the evaporation of the water would cool it down. At least that was the theory. I'm sure it worked. I don't actually know, but that was my job every fucking <laughs> summer. I hated it so much walking up and down the building just spraying it. It was so hot. Anyways, that's. That yep. sounds good. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that about wraps up for this episode of the podcast. It's a, kind of a shorter one because we are out of time. If you want to subscribe, you can go to mindcracklp.com slash podcast and find links to iTunes, YouTube, RSS, 
all the things to never miss an episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for watching. If you also want to ask a question to us, and we will try to answer it to the best of our ability, uh, minecraftlp.com slash podcast is a place to go. Thanks so much for watching this episode of the podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.